Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson, and I'm today I'm jumping on giving you a short intro before we dive into the podcast, because this podcast interview actually went on for so long that we had to bring it down into two separate series. We covered so much amazing topics and tips and details and experiences that I don't want you to miss out on any of it. So... Today in part one, we have a very special guest. Her name is Sangeeta Jayabalasingham, and she not only is an anti-diet holistic nutritionist who specializes in helping people make peace with food and reclaim the time and energy they've lost to diet culture, but she is also part of our team. So she is one of our incredible coaches in our Fitchix Academy Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Coach Certification, where she helps to mentor other coaches, support them on their journey into becoming holistic nutrition weight loss coaches and building incredible businesses. She is one of my favorite people to chat with because she is so passionate about her message and her, um, her drive to really shift the way that we see food, the way that we treat food, the way that we have interacted with diets in the past and why essentially weight loss is not a bad thing. It's something that can actually be a really positive thing. And of course, making yourself healthier and fiercer along the way. So, I'm really excited to start off on this podcast, part one. Next week, we will be coming with part two. So with that, I would like to introduce you to Sangeeta Jay. Hi, chicks. So my name is Sangeeta Jay Balasingham. Um, if you don't want to say the full last name, it is Sangeeta Jaya. Um, yeah. Well, I'm so excited you just did that, took the pressure off of me because I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to mess this up. But Sangeeta <laughs> is um, is one of our coaches in our Fitchix Academy Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Coach Certification. Uh, she's also a holistic nutritionist and I'm super excited to have her on amongst other things that she does. But I'm super excited to have her on today because we're going to be talking about really what it is like, not only, you know, behind the scenes in Fitchix Academy, but also for her as being a coach in different capacities and just really sharing some advice for new coaches who are first starting out, or if you're transitioning into nutrition and holistic coaching, and it's new to you, even though you've already been coaching and let's say fitness, um, some tips and tricks to help that to navigate through that. So we're gonna have a really fun conversation. Really excited for it, I must say. Um, Fitch Chicks is, I look up to all of the members who are behind Fit Chicks and Laura and Amanda. They've created such an amazing, amazing community. So super happy and super proud to be a part of that. Well, and we're so happy to have you. I mean, we love, love, love our coaches and 
We love, of course, working with other women who are just as passionate about health and fitness and wellness and empowering other women as we are. So I would love to start off with just like sharing your story. So like what really led you to become a holistic nutrition coach versus other types of nutrition coaching or other types of coaching? Um, So I'd love for you just to share how you kind of got on your journey. This is a fun little one. Um, So (laughs) really fun because I came from, I did my undergrad in political science and project administration. Did not even think about going into health and wellness because it wasn't something that I explored coming out of high school. Anyways, by the time that I was done doing my undergrad and trying to find a job within the government, I was also, I also got into powerlifting. Interesting. Just a whole lot of moving parts. And so I didn't think to, I didn't think anything of powerlifting. So I eventually ended up getting a job working for like, I won't say specifically what, but it was more so having to do with project administration. And so my weeks were spent first half of the day doing work that I didn't enjoy. And I would wait and wait for the time when I could go to the gym and continue doing something that I loved. Eventually, this job that I was at just got so draining to the point that it impacted my training, even though I mean, as per my coach's words, I was a great athlete. I wasn't able to progress because there was something that was affecting me outside of the gym. Yeah. And it got, I remember waking up one day and just laying in bed saying, I don't want to go to work. Like I physically cannot do it. Mentally cannot do it. And I didn't go to work that day. Ended up calling in sick. And then that night I said, I'm going to resign. Well, you know, what's interesting, just, I know as you're going to keep sharing, I just want to interject. It's so funny because even hearing you say this, I can see a lot of my own story in this. Cause I think a lot of people who end up in this industry, it's that feeling, right? Like I totally can relate as you're saying that waking up in that morning, just being like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. For me, it wasn't my bed. It was, I was working in the corporate world and I was in a boardroom presenting. And I just remember thinking, is this it? Like, I can't imagine doing this for the rest of my life. And I was in my twenties at that time. So I was like, oh God, I need to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very glad that I went through that, even though mentally I was drained, I didn't have the energy. I knew I loved being active. I knew I loved it to my core. If it's if there's one thing that I could get paid for, just to do, it would be to be a full-time athlete. Oh, interesting. And so that week, the next day, I actually went and spoke to my boss and I said, like, I can't do it anymore. I'll give you two weeks, but that's already asking me for too much. And so the day, you know, I still gave them my two weeks, that happened. Once I left, I decided to just focus on training and see how I could get myself into health and wellness. Um, so as I was training, there was still something that was off. So at this point, when you are training so hard, weight loss happens, muscle building happens, but there was a component that was missing because now my sleep was getting affected. 
And so I reached out to my coach and I said, can you help me nutritionally? He did help me nutritionally. However, it was more so the bro science. Oh my gosh. You and I are so similar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happens with bro science is you're limited to chicken and rice, chicken and rice for every single meal. And because powerlifting is a weight-based um, sport, so weight class, you have to be within a specific range. So because I was just off by a few pounds, what we ended up doing was cutting down. But each time I cut down for every single one of my meats, I didn't have the energy or the drive to want to do it anymore. And so I said, this can't be it. This is not how people can sustain longevity in the sport. So I did a quick little Google search and I came across holistic nutrition. Like what is holistic nutrition at this time, a few years back, nobody has heard of it. Um, they were calling it witchcraft, this, yep. that, and another. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Uh, so I, yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo. And I'm like, no, come on people. There is, there are people who are doing this full time. So why is it witchcraft? If it works for some people, why is it witchcraft? Again, so I didn't listen to anybody. I did my research. I reached, I came across Institute of Holistic Nutrition and I enrolled in the program. The selling factor to this program that I did was there was a whole bunch of students who did their undergrad in nutrition Mm -hmm. and they Yes, they did their four years in nutrition. It gave them the thorough foundation for being able to distinguish good nutrition science versus food fads. Um, But it didn't create a sound basis for like connecting digestive health, individuality, emotional and mental health and food quality with scientific nutrition studies. And so this is coming from students who have spent the last four years of their life, really digging into the science, not exploring the other components of wellness. And so holistic nutrition now in my current practice, I, I see it as a benefit and it is a benefit because when you work on things outside of nutrition, you do see, start to see improvements. Oh, 100%. Um, and it's interesting too. And I want to talk a little bit more about what your practice is, but I found as well, you know, for me, like you were saying the bro science. So I also did a, um, fitness competition. So I've been, you know, I've talked about my story quite a bit within Fitchix Academy with our students. And then also with, um, our listeners and on all of our social media channels, I'm pretty open about it, but I had dealt with an eating disorder for a really long time in my earlier years, like in teenage years up until my late twenties and I was overweight and I ended up losing a ton of weight. And then I got into fitness, but then I still had, again, you know, I was following all of the quote unquote, you know, what you should do and what you're taught in fitness when it comes to nutrition. So more along the lines of like counting calories and calories in calories out, and that there were certain foods that were clean versus dirty and all of these things, right. You know, the magic chicken, brown rice and broccoli. um, (laughs) I ended up, you know, falling into that idea that I had to look a certain way to be in the industry. So I decided to do a fitness competition and, Mm -hmm. you know, got this six pack complete. I've loved weightlifting as well. It was like one thing for me, not powerlifting, but I love lifting heavy weights. Um, 
So for me, it was just a natural progression. And then, but my coach as well gave me a very strict, the six almonds, the, you know, and I was, my hormones got damaged after that. I didn't get my period back for nine months. It was not for my body. My emotional relationship with my body completely suffered again. And that's how I ended up in holistic nutrition. Similar to you was that I was like, there's so much more to all of this than just you know, certain foods are good for you. Certain foods are bad. Or like, I need to be eating a X amount of protein. Like there's so much more to food as it plays in the roles in your body, especially when it comes to weight loss. And that's where, you know, my whole idea and, you know, the holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification ended up being developed was because every fitness professional and health professional is taught being taught nutrition from such a, just scientific perspective is not looking at all the whole picture of it. And when it comes to weight loss, it's not just numbers and portions and macros and all of that. Right. It's about Mm -hmm. digestion. It's about hormonal health. It's about blood sugar management. It's about sleep and stress and all of these things that have an impact on your body's ability to change. So I mean, I absolutely, it's, it's so fascinating. Every time I talk to somebody and ask them how they ended up in this industry, because it's usually that they were seeking something more, something deeper than what they were seeing, or it wasn't working for them. hundred percent. That gut instinct where something tells you this isn't it, this can't be it. Yeah. Because people are not meant to suffer like that. That's when you decide to go looking for answers that's when you're going to have that breakthrough moment. Well, and the thing I also love about holistic nutrition is like, so for example, in our certification, it's all around weight loss, but one of the byproducts of focusing and implementing the habits and the nutrition around weight loss that we teach is that all these other things start to clear up. So we're having students who now are coming to us and saying like, Oh, I, my ulcer went away. I'm managing mm-hmm. my arthritis. I yeah. actually am now sleeping through the night and I never have before, you know, my inflammation, yeah. like my IBS is under control. Like all of these things that are like, wait, I came in for weight loss and now I've got all of these other benefits. And that's why it's almost like the sneak attack of like health. <laughs> yeah. When you're not focusing on it, when you really double down on your nutrition intake and you learn how to eat properly, how to fuel your body, other aspects start almost falling into place, even though you may think that nutrition won't help your arthritis, for instance, or nutrition won't help your sleep, for instance. When you start to fuel yourself properly and appropriately and really take into what holistic nutrition is, all of these other side effects begin happening. And you connect the dots to what really helped you. And that was holistic nutrition. And that means encompassing, taking advantage of everything that holistic nutrition has to offer. Well, and for me, I know one of the major things was the anxiety. Like my anxiety was so bad Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was just so fascinating when I finally got to that place of losing 50 pounds, having an eating disorder, swinging the pendulum to the other side, being like what everyone thought was super fit, but then I had damaged hormones, no period again, in bad relationship with my body. I'm like, when is this going to end? And when I finally found a holistic approach, that was where it was like, I think my biggest aha moment was the day I woke up and thought, wait a second, I actually just feel happy and I don't feel anxious. And 
I'm, yeah. I'm not, my weight is balanced. Like I don't need to keep on struggling at this. I was like, and it just kind of hit me like a, you know, just going for a walk, like, oh, the sky is blue. I'm like, oh, wait a second. I'm happy, <laughs> you know, because it, it just, yeah. it's, it's something that you almost, when you're in that struggle for such a long time, or you're in that place, you think you're never going to get out of it. And I see that so much with our students. And then I talk to a lot of our students who are now coaching that they see it with their clients is that like that hopelessness of feeling, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And in all reality, it is through implementing the habits and working on those things over time you will get, you will get there, but it's just so hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel when you first start. hundred percent. I think health has been over, you know, diet culture is huge. And we'll talk about diet culture a little later on, but everyone attributes health to being thin and looking a certain way. And the fact that health is individual, it's individualized to each person isn't highlighted And so people like to draw on thinness or looking a certain way as a means to what health really is. And so we get stuck in this rut and trying to attain, attain certain looks, which are impossible for us. It's not going to lead us to be happy and sorry, to happen and notice that the sky is actually blue. The sky is beautiful and health is feeling good just period. It's not attributed to anything. No number on the scale is going to give you the happiness. And it's not going to define what your health looks like to you. And I so agree with that. And I think, you know, I get a lot of backlash and I know like within our certification, right. I've gotten a lot of backlash being like, Oh, you're unfeminist. You're promoting diet culture because you're talking about weight loss. And I actually think I'm doing the exact opposite. And we are all collectively within our community doing the exact opposite. I think we're taking back the power of the word weight loss because I think a lot of people like weight loss is not a bad thing. It's what we make weight loss mean. That is a bad thing. It's the, and I don't want to get into the patriarchy and all the things, but it's basically, especially for women over time, we've been conditioned to believe that we should be smaller and thinner and that makes us better. Right. But weight loss also Um, having a managed weight is key to your long-term health. And, you know, I want people to live their best life and your body is your foundation to do that, right? Like you need to have a solid container to be able to go out there and do your best and create your best, best version of yourself. So I actually think the issue with weight loss is that people think it's an or game. You either have to love your body or hate your body and want to change it where I think it's an and game. Like I think you can love your body and want to lose weight and you can love your body and want to get healthier and you can love your body and do all these things. Like I think it's that again, the diet culture has really, we, we play ourselves against ourselves instead of being like, you know what? I can have it all. I can want to change and still love myself during that process. And that's what we teach, right? Like that's what we teach is trying to marry those things together. So it's mm-hmm. not just about, cause you can't hate yourself to change no matter what. So it's no, like it's- learning those tools and, and then getting to that place. Yeah. Hating yourself to want to change is just going to create more negativity. Yeah. Right. And it more resistance. Doesn't- like you don't want to do it. Yeah. And then the one day, one little thing can tip you off. And then what? You you think that this, you should have such a strong reason for wanting to lose weight or look a certain way. 
it's going to backfire. For some people, it works. Yes, it's fuel for them. And when they get to their goal, they'll have that. Great. This is great. Then what? Do you find something else to hate about you that you want to do? And you do. Because I used to do that, right? I used to beat the shit out of myself to get to a goal because I was playing that perfectionist game, right? And I thought, you know, work harder, do more, do this. And it was like even you know, I thought at 50 pounds, I'd lose that. I'd be happy. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, do the fitness competition. Be happy. I wasn't do this. I'll be happy. I wasn't, you know what I mean? And it's like, when you get into that cycle, you just have to keep feeding the beast. You have to keep doing something else to like, so that speaking of that, what I wanted to ask you, so tell us a little bit about your coaching um, and what it is specifically that you do in your private practice, because of course we had said as well, you also are a coach within Vitrix Academy. So I want to talk about what you do in both of those things. Okay. So, well, first off, I was so fortunate. So we're part of a, a group called networking nutritionists, and that's how I had come to find out about FitChicks. I remember searching up FitChicks on Google because Google is your go-to for everything. I was like, this is so cool. Why have I never heard of a group like this? It's just for women. You know, at that time I was working with both men and women. And because of FitChicks, I've really doubled down on who I want to work with. And it's females. Females are so powerful. And when we come together, it's a different story. hundred <laughs> oh, percent. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> it really is. So growing up, I mean, I grew up with brothers and my circle of friends were dominantly guys because I was into sports and whatnot. So I never really even thought of having a female German group. Fit Chicks did, definitely did change up a lot of things for me. So I'm very fortunate to have stumbled across that post one day. And so I know you guys were searching for a programs coach assistant that day. I remember reaching out to a friend and saying, how do I get them to notice me? Oh. (laughs) And I mean, then here we are, right? So we had that initial chat and I knew that I wanted to grow with Fit Chicks just because I can learn so much. How do I become a Laura and Amanda? How do I become what they've created? I know I, 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 I admire from this side of the world and I'm like, if one day I want to be just like them. Oh my God. Uh, so I did not know that. That's so sweet. But I'm like, I am so impressed with you that I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, well, I think you can be way bigger than we even are. But anyways, that's a different story. We'll talk about that. You're so, okay. <laughs> May your words. Thank you. <laughs> so when I'm not here with uh, Fit Chicks, I have a private nutrition coaching business where I work one-on-one with women because of Fit Chicks Academy. Um, and so I work with women who are looking to lose weight in a sustainable manner. I went from getting women to... So, we're not actually going to talk about that, but so I work with women looking to lose weight in a sustainable manner. It is an anti-diet approach. So I specialize in helping women um, make peace with food. And this essentially helps them reclaim their time and energy that they lost to diet culture. I feel very strongly about what we've been promoted as we grew up. And so I want to just undo what we've been taught And diet culture refers to a set of beliefs that values, like I said, thinness, appearance, Mm -hmm. shape above 
health and well-being. And so restrict, I want it to be known that restricting calories, normalizing negative self-talk and labeling certain foods as good and bad is not okay. It is not healthy. You have the rest of your body. I mean, sorry, the rest of your life to spend in your body. Why spend so much of your time and energy implementing these negative behaviors? Well, it's it's really is. And I mean, sorry to interject, but I I also feel so strongly about that too. And even the words, and I know even when I was going to nutrition school, there was a lot of people who were in the program who were really struggling with orthorexia, which for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's basically an eating disorder where you have a, a, a focus on really healthy eating. And when you don't eat what you deem as healthy, you end up having this disordered relationship with food. So, you know, that's why the whole clean eating approach, I don't like that either. Like I refer to foods even in our program more as like nutritionally dense and not so nutritionally dense, which might not be the most like scientific term, but it's like, it's still a food. It's, but if we say this is a good food and this is a bad food, or this is a clean food or a dirty food or whatever, we're really then again, feeding into that diet culture. I personally think. Yeah. And it's really important to choose your words appropriately so that we are not labeling them as good or bad. And that's something that in my nutrition coaching sessions with my clients, if they say words, there are specific words where I will interject, such as cheat meals, good, bad. Um, Those words I will interject and say, I'm going to attack it when it happens. And you need to begin to change the way you think about it. Yeah. Right. Every time they say it, it's by the second or third session, they'll catch themselves and reframe what they're saying, which is amazing to me. Amazing. 100%. I love that you do that because I think that we have been conditioned for so long to literally beat the crap out of ourselves. And as women, especially when it comes to our diet and our relationship with food is so like, and that's why too, I mean, this diet culture is still the weight loss industry is growing so rapidly as our obesity rates are growing and our mental health issues are growing because they're feeding into all of these insecurities and they're sell- they're still selling. I mean, it's crazy. Like to us, we know the, you know, the five day fix or like these weight loss pills aren't going to work, but the marketing is so good that still to this day, it's like you will, so there's women who are highly educated, you know, really confident in so many other areas of life. And they're still buying into this or falling into that because it's like, it's been ingrained for so long. And just even those little tweaks that you were saying, like changing your verbiage has such a big impact. It's one of those things that you have to practice. And unfortunately it's not going to be something that you do it once and it sticks with anything with whether it be learning to ride a bike, you don't just learn to ride a bike. You don't just sit on the bike and start pedaling and you're going in a straight line. No, it's a process that needs to take place. And same thing when it comes to undoing what we've been, what we've learned. So if that means catching yourself every time you say a word and deassembling that association to that word, it's a process that needs to take place and something that needs to happen day in and day out. Well, and I'm a huge believer in that too. I talk about this a lot with our students, the idea of 
of us reclaiming the power of our words. So not allowing, you know, a diet is just a style of eating, right? It's a a way of eating. So let's not give that word the power to mean all of these emotional things about ourselves. Let's just treat it what the definition is in the dictionary. Like a diet is like, if I'm doing a vegan diet, I'm not eating meat. You know what I mean? It's not the fact of I'm dieting always to reduce my body weight. But again, that's not something like weight loss is not a bad or like it's all of these things that I think we've just again been conditioned. And I really like the idea like calories. They're just a unit of energy, right? Like when we start to say it like that, it, it's like, whoa, I let this one word control my thinking for such a long time or control my focus. And now I'm like, oh, it's just a unit of energy. You know, like, yeah. it's so fascinating to me. So that's what I want to say. Um, I want to ask you too, because I know we've got a lot to talk about and I don't want to run out of time. Um, and I'm glad you on because I love talking to you and I love talking about all these things. Like as soon as I get in the room with other holistic nutrition coaches, I'm like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like I love yeah. it because it's just so fun to connect and, and share. And I think these conversations need to be had, but what I want to ask you too. So when you're looking at your, and maybe that's even one of them, like changing the verbiage, but like within your, your business and what you coach as well with our students, like what are some of your favorite nutrition, um, like holistic habits that you have in your nutrition toolbox that have really helped clients? So verbiage being a huge component of it. Um, one thing I like to do is really breaking down the association that they have to certain elements and teaching them why they're doing what they're doing. Um, I know with a, the program, the holistic weight loss program, you guys have really great assignments that you do. For instance, the blood sugar management assignment that you do. And one of the instructions in it is explain it to explain it in a way. So create a worksheet in a way where you can explain it to a five-year-old. Yes. And that, that is a really, really great assignment that you can take on because what people like to do with worksheets is, you know, there will be a question that you ask you can provide all the answer, you know, provide a very scientific answer, but how is the person reading it going to digest that information? And so by placing that rule within that assignment, it really gets them thinking, Oh, and I, it's funny because I know when I first started coaching, I don't know about you, I wanted to share all the things, right? Like I want to share all of my knowledge and I would just watch the glaze go over the eyes of like my clients being like, <laughs> okay, sure. Cause I was a giving them too much and B talking in terms that were like, they didn't get. So that was something I started practicing within my own life. And now I teach it to other people. I'm just like, you know, you get it but who your client who's receiving it, this is their first time hearing about blood sugar management. They're like, what the heck? Like, yeah. so how do they understand it in a way that matters to them and that they can implement it? Mm-hmm. So even during the coaching session, so I have coaching sessions once every week with my clients, I will explain a concept to them and I won't let them leave <laughs> the call without them reiterating what, we spoke about in that call. And it's not because I want to make them feel a certain way. It's I want to make sure that they understand the concept. So once they close up our Zoom chat, 
you know, our Zoom call, they can really process that information and say they live with a partner or they live with a family member and they ask them, what are you doing? They can pass that information along. Oh, I love that. I love that. I want to make, yeah, education is key. Education is so powerful and just even a small amount of information that they need to know, they don't need to know the science as long as they know how to apply it and why they're doing what they're doing can go a very long way. Oh, 100%. And that's where I, you know, for me as well, it's always kind of been that hierarchy, even in my own life has been like education for like, I don't want someone just to tell me what to do and follow along Mm -hmm. because then you're always at the mercy of it, right? Like really great coaches, their goal is to help their clients, empower them. So eventually their clients can like fly away like birds and, you know, live this life themselves without you being there, which some people think is counterintuitive to like business, right? Because you're like, well, what? You're going to send away your clients. But if you're a great coach, they're going to know this stuff. But that's where it starts with education. And then Mm -hmm. it becomes all the other things. Okay, everyone, that's where we're going to leave it today with Sangeeta. So this is part one of a two-part interview with her, where we're going to continue on chatting all things holistic nutrition, what it's like to become a coach, amazing holistic health hacks, habits, and so much more. Her knowledge is incredible. She's an amazing coach and mentor, again, in our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification. So make sure to tune in next week for more from Sangeeta, as well as check out our upcoming holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash HWLE brochure. You can also sign up for our live info session, which is coming up on July 14th at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash live session. We'll see you next week for part two. Bye. Hi, my name is Alicia Clements. I'm the founder of Creating Happy Healthy Habits. I offer online courses and personalized coaching to help create happy healthy habits through small and simple lifestyle changes. I signed my first client the day after I put my first ad out, which was really fantastic and really surprising. I started by wanting to teach group fitness classes, and that's actually why I took the Fitness and Nutrition Expert course, because they certify me to do fitness classes. And then the personal training and the nutrition was just kind of a bonus. I actually fell in love with personal training while I was taking the course and was really surprised by that because I was honestly dreading that assignment. And then once I forced myself to do it, I found I really loved it. I also decided I loved coaching nutrition as well because that's something that I already lived and then it just made a lot of sense while I was going through those courses with Laura and I wanted to be able to teach that. I booked clients for personal training and nutrition and then I did a couple fitness classes but from there I decided that I wanted to help even more women than was locally available and that I had time to do. So that's why I started my online nutrition course called Happy Healthy Eating Habits. So three mind-blowing things that I've experienced during the program and since graduating is that one, like I said, I did not expect to love personal training as much as I did. I really just wanted to teach group fitness classes because that's so fun and it creates such a great community. But I loved having that personal connection and those interactions with individual clients. And I loved being able to help them understand 
how to work their body and how to connect their mind to their muscles and how to just really understand why we're exercising and what muscle that's supposed to be using and what benefits we're going to get from that. And just seeing people make those connections and get so happy and excited about it, it just makes me feel so fulfilled and equally as excited as they are. Um, Number two, it is way easier to get clients than I thought it was going to be. Um, I put the word out and one by one, the clients just started reaching out to me. Um, Oftentimes, I won't even have an actual ad running. I'm just posting content of value and people tell me that they love the philosophy that I teach and that it fits in with their lifestyle, which is why I want to focus on creating these small and simple lifestyle changes because people really want to be healthier, but they just need a little bit of help and accountability and something that fits in with the lifestyle that they already have. Third, (laughs) this one's funny. Um, Running a business is really hard. I had no idea how hard it was going to be. I thought it was just but I thought the hardest part was going to be getting clients to come to me. And that actually ended up being the easiest part. The hardest part for me was learning all the back end stuff of how to run a business, how to create websites, how to do all the legal things, client agreements, disclaimers, waivers, uh, learning how to do video editing and actually being comfortable in front of a camera. That was really hard for my online classes. Uh, and to be totally honest, still not fully comfortable with that yet, but we're working on it. My biggest piece of advice would be that you have to be dedicated and you have to believe in yourself because like I said, running a business is extremely challenging and there are going to be plenty of days where you just want to give up or you don't want to show up because it's exhausting and it's hard, but you have to do it anyways and you have to believe that you have something to give. You have to believe that somebody out there needs what only you can give to them because you're unique and your program and teaching style is unique and your clients need you. So if you're ready to start creating happy, healthy habits through small and simple lifestyle changes, you can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook at Creating Happy Healthy Habits. Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our Fit Chicks Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.